baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Isn't that the uh, Temptations, Money Penny? Yeah. Bass singer uh, embarrasses even Barry White, doesn't he? <laughs> Jeez, man. What a voice on that guy. 437 now, 23 before 5 here on the Bobby Mack Show. Uh, brief uh, respite from the phone, so I have an opportunity to catch up with a text line, uh, which I am seriously in arrears on. Bobby, on behalf of Senator Biden and Huell from Florence, I want to congratulate you on your retirement success and thank you for your patriotism from Captain A. Thank you, Cap. I love it when a plan comes together. Uh, Bobby, no rain Wednesday. Enjoy golfing, but tell Charlie to bring his winter coat. Some models don't have us getting out of the 30s on Christmas Day after the next front. <laughs> from your favorite NWS meteorologist. Laugh out loud. Thank you. Appreciate the update. Uh, they uh, prefer to remain anonymous, which I understand. Hey, Brother Bob, longtime listener, really going to miss you. Thank you. Thanks for sharing all your knowledge over the years. God bless you from BK down in Possum Kingdom. Gotcha. Uh, Bobby, Charlie sounds like Pat Boone. Nice voice. <laughs> he does have a good voice. Yeah, but, but can, he, uh, can he sing uh, Moody River? You know, or Red Sails in the Sunset. See, that's what's really scary, Money Penny. I know the titles of Pat Boone's songs. Uh, Bobby, some of us can pronounce water and hurricane up here. <laughs> Bobby, if you're not going to do your job, then throw the mic in the dirt like my daddy. <laughs> uh, where is Charlie from? Charlie is originally from Augusta. And as a result... Uh, if you thought you heard uh, golf talk about me out the ears, wait until Charlie gets here because <laughs> he's, he's an avid golfer as well. Uh, Bobby, Charlie starts on the 23rd, 24th, and 25th are holidays. Then comes the weekend. My kind of guy. Work one, take four off. Well, who set the standard for that? Said the pot calling the kettle. Bob McLean. <laughs> Mundo. Uh, Bobby, tell Charlie to move to Dark Corner. Gotcha. Uh, Bob, uh, Charlie, check out Duncan. Many, many new neighborhoods. Uh, Bobby, somebody is going to have to continue as the voice of conservatism in the media spotlight. Uh, did they give us uh, so little South Carolina Beaufort turn into a state and the fresh, positive perspective, I know I'm not alone when I say I'm going to miss you. Thank you. Uh, Bobby, I've thoroughly enjoyed listening to you over these past many years. Thanks for reading my texts every now and then. Thanks uh, for all the laughs. Uh, oh, and this is the texture that asked about Drew McKissick calling in. Yeah, they're going to make that switch as well. Oh, this is interesting. Thank you for the update. Uh, Bobby, Bill Cosby has a doctorate of education from the University of Massachusetts, 
Department of Education. I used to work at UMass from Peter D. in uh, Gville. Thank you, Pete. Appreciate that. Uh, uh, Bobby, to answer the poll question, yes, I believe students have a right to pray in school. What I don't believe in are agitators from outside South Carolina with frivolous lawsuits. Right, the American Humanist Society. They, they go all over hassling various school districts all over the country. Uh, Bobby, 76,000 new registered voters in Georgia since the last election, November 3rd. Hope the Secretary of State grows a spine and checks return addresses and confirms whether those voters have an actual pulse. Now, I was curious today because those of you who've been around for a while know that years ago I was talking about our pal George Soros and his Secretary of State project, and I was curious how far back this went. So I went and looked, and sure enough, I found an article uh, from the shipwrecked crew at Red State. In 2006, yes, 14 years ago, George Soros funded a project to elect progressive liberals to Secretary of State offices, and now you know why. The Secretary of State project was an American nonprofit progressive 527 political action committee, or PAC, focused on electing reform-minded progressive secretaries of state in battleground states who typically oversee the election process. Now, you may remember at the time that I brought this up, I'm sure people are saying, well, Bob, who cares about the Secretary of State? That's just another office on the ballot, and we just, you know, vote for whoever's on there and uh, go on our merry way. And I pointed out this very thing. The project was funded by George Soros and members of the Democracy Alliance. Isn't it amazing how they always name their things uh, something the opposite of what they truly intend? Because democracy is the last thing they have in mind. In anticipation of a photo finish presidential election, Democrats have built an administrative firewall designed to protect their electoral interests in five of the most important battleground states. The bulwark consists of control of Secretary of State offices in five key states, Iowa, Minnesota, Nevada, New Mexico, and Ohio, where the difference between victory and defeat in the 2004 presidential election was no more than 120,000 votes in any one of them. With a Democrat now in charge of the offices which oversee and administer their state's elections, the party is better positioned than in previous elections to advance traditional Democrat interests, such as increasing voter registration and boosting turnout, rather than Republican priorities, such as stamping out voter fraud. Perhaps more important in these states and others, Democrats are now in a more advantageous position when it comes to the interpretation and administration of election law a development that could benefit Barack Obama if any of those states are closely contested on election day. So my point is, uh, 
Let's let's pause for just a moment to consider the two individuals who are the secretaries of state in Michigan and Pennsylvania. The Michigan Secretary of State is Jocelyn Benson, 43-year-old Harvard-educated attorney, noteworthy as a professional wife of liberal and progressive activism on voting rights issues. Before going to law school, Benson earned a master's at Magdalen College, Oxford in the UK, conducting research into the sociological implications of white supremacy and neo-Nazism. When elected in 2018, she became the first Democrat to operate, uh, to, uh, to occupy, I should say, the Michigan Secretary of State office. The Pennsylvania Secretary of State is Kathleen Bookvar, also elected in 2018. The president, the the press rather, wants President Trump to put uh, his trust in a free and fair election in Philly in the hands of a woman who said the following about him six weeks after he took office. Quote, using the title president before the word Trump really demeans the office of the presidency. See, so these are the kind of individuals. This is my, my point being, my overarching point being, when I was talking about this stuff in 2006, people were blithely going about their happy lives. And uh, meantime, Soros was working behind the scenes, planting the seeds for precisely what we have seen 14 years later. So when I say this stuff didn't happen overnight, there you go. 14 before 5 here on the Bobby Mac Show. Quick break here and then be right back to the phones here on the Friday Free For All on WORD. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Oh, that's nice. Who'd you say that was, uh, Money Penny? Pretty nice. Nice, smooth voice. 452, 8 before 5 here on the Bobby Mack Show. Uh, in on the text line, why is stopping out voter fraud solely a Republican principle? Well, good question, and it shouldn't be. Uh, Bobby Soros reminds me of the character uh, Potter that Lionel Barrymore played in It's a Wonderful Life, sits around and we- weaves his evil plans to control the common man. Yeah. Sad but true. Uh, And he has uh, more money than old man Potter. Back to the phones we go. Uh, It is the Friday free-for-all, and we head to Spartanburg next and bring in Dave. Hi, Dave. Welcome. Thank you, Bob. Um, About Stacey Abrams, um, I was listening to a thing on NPR. She um, she, uh, said something about there were 80,000 students who were going to turn 18, and they were going to get every one of them to to register to vote between uh, the two elections. She's a smart woman. You have to admit that. Well, she wasn't smart enough to get herself elected governor of Georgia. She wasn't, but she put a big, she put a big girl boots on and started kicking, you know? Yeah, uh, below the belt, you know, if you go for that sort of thing. Well, that's the way. That's the way. Can I ask you a question about the voter fraud in California? Sure. The uh, Republicans had set up 
several boxes and it put official voter registration, voter vote drop off here. Did you know that, Bob? Uh, I'm not surprised. And if they were, they were doing it in response to uh, the way the Democrats were illegally and uh, the California. Well, what, no, it's uh, not. A, it's not illegal in California, Dave. Well, it's okay when the Republicans do it, but not when the Democrats do it, right, Bob? Well, look, if if the Democrats are going to cheat to the Dave, if you're going to try and make the contention that Republicans are cheating more than the Democrats, you are out of your mind. Thank you for the call, Dave. Always good to hear from the lunatic left. Uh, let's uh, go to Lexington and bring in Al here on the Bobby Mac Show. Hi, Al, and welcome to the program. I'm not sure I can follow that guy. I'm <laughs> not sure you would want to, yeah. Bob, congratulations on your retirement. I'm a, I'm a new listener. I'm a, I'm a stalker of Charlie James. Uh, uh-huh. I've listened to Charlie for about five or six years. I live in Lexington. Yeah. And I discovered him in the low country years ago, and he is going to be fantastic for your station. Yes. Uh, uh, it says volumes of what you're, I've been listening the last couple of days. I've already downloaded your app. And, nice. Uh, your callers, what your caller said about you is, and I've always heard about you too, and uh, great, great job. And, and Charlie is just going to do a fantastic job. He's, uh, um, I can't wait to hear him. I say you got a new customer, new client. And <laughs> Good enough. We don't have talk shows like this in Columbia. I'm not sure why we don't. I have to listen to Charleston. I listen to another one in Green in Greenville. Right. Uh, in the morning, as uh, uh, so, I just not sure why we can handle. It. I guess maybe we're they have too many Democrats in this town. They'll get too contentious on the. On the yeah, on the I, I think that's yeah. certainly a factor, Al. Yeah, I would agree. Well, uh, and well, yet yeah, here's. Your thank you, Al. I appreciate that very much. Here's something that I have not mentioned, uh, but bears mentioning, and and that is the people wondering going forward, you know, about uh, the future of afternoon radio here on WORD. Uh, when I, when I first came to the Upstate of South Carolina. Uh, I was working with a fellow named Mark Hendricks. And in, in those days, uh, we were at a, a different uh, company, a company called Barnstable. They were out of suburban Boston. It was a family-owned group. And we had uh, The Planet, Rock 101, and Oldies 106.3. And I was hired to do the morning show at the Oldies station. And uh, then shortly after being hired uh, by Mark Hendricks, who was the operations manager over there at that time. Uh, they named me program director. And then, uh, in, that was in 2002. And then uh, 2005, uh, Barnstable sold those properties to Entercom, our present ownership. And when they did, uh, they changed the format on 106.3. They dropped oldies and went to something else. And, and I had a little interest in whatever the new format was going to be. So I left. And, uh, and went over and worked for a while uh, doing weather at uh, Fox Carolina, filling in for their regular meteorologist. And, and then uh, uh, about six months later, Mark Hendricks called and said, uh, hey, uh, we have an opening over here for a program director for our news talk station. Would you be interested? And I said, yeah, sure. So the, the, the long way around is, is where I've gone. But the point I'm making is Mark Hendricks is a guy that hired me and Mark Hendricks, who is now the operations manager for those stations, uh, now that they're Intercom, 
uh, is also the guy who was in the decision-making process to hire Charlie. Okay? Enough said. News is next. We kick off the weekend. Coming right up. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 